All right, everyone. Uh, we got another episode today on the Authors Unite show. We got Erica Ellis with us. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Of course. Awesome to have you on. So can you kick us off? Tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Sure. Uh, I am a professional book editor and the owner of Ink Deep Editing, and I offer uh, several levels of editing to authors of both fiction and nonfiction, um, from big picture editing that focuses on content and structure to sentence and paragraph level editing that focuses on the craft of writing, all the way down to finding those errors at the final stages. And my primary clients are independent authors looking to self-publish or to submit to agents and publishers. Beautiful. All right. So you are perfect to have on this show. (laughs) I'm glad Um, to hear it. um, So tell us, do you have like, is there like a process or like a system to, to editing? Like say if somebody wanted the full gamut. So, which I believe is like developmental and proofreading, maybe there's some things in between. Um, but can you walk us through that? Like, you know, somebody gives you a rough draft, they want everything. What's kind of the, the next step? Sure, yeah. The terminology in, in editing is kind of fluid. So yeah, that what, what you call things kind of can vary from editor to editor, but that big picture editing is where you start. That's the developmental editing. Um, and so for that, we're looking at content and structure. So for nonfiction, you know, we'd be looking at, um, do the chapters flow from 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 each other well? And if the author is is stating this, do they back it up well? Does the voice that they're using match the audience that they're looking to reach? Um, those sorts of things. Fiction, then we'd be looking at things like uh, plot and pacing and character development. So you start at that big picture and focus on on the higher level parts of the story to make sure that it's flowing well um, and doing what what the author intends. Once you've got that all wrapped up, then you move on to um, what I call line editing. Some people would call that heavy copy editing. And that's looking more at the craft of writing, the words that are on the page. Are you using the best words to say what you want to say? Do your sentences flow well from one to the other? Um, Does the writing sound good? You know, the craft of writing. Then from there, you move on to um, copy editing, the looking for the grammar errors, the spelling errors, the typos, all of that sort of thing. So each one focus, you know, follows after the the next. And there's no point in there's no point in fixing all the commas when you're doing a developmental edit because you might get rid of the first three chapters. And, you know, so you start big and then just keep moving down smaller as you go along. Got it. Got it. Okay. And do you do you have any books of your own? Um, no, I don't. I have not written any any books myself. I've been a writer my whole life, but I've done a lot of um, poetry writing and songwriting, and I have done some short story uh, writing. Nothing that I've tried to publish just for my own for my own fun. Um, but yeah, I've okay. been a writer and a reader my entire life, and um, just really love helping authors kind of bring their books to the world and and make them everything that they they want them to be. Yeah, like, I, I always tell people, like, because I'm on the complete other side of the spectrum, like, I, I'm like a marketer, like, I'm that, like, talkative person, and, you know, just the out. So what I'm getting at is, I, I don't know how you do it. Like, I don't know how you can sit down and, like, read everything of somebody else's work, and not in a way necessarily of, like, reading it for your own knowledge or your own pleasure, but reading it in a way of, like, critiquing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I personally find that 
like I don't know like it, maybe I have ADD or something <laughs> <laughs> well it does require um, obviously an attention to detail and you know the ability to kind of motivate yourself I mean I work for myself in, in an office in my house so there's nobody there cracking the whip for me but I, I love what I do and it still feels really creative to me you know i'm still helping an author shape a book and i am i'm helping them rewrite sentences so that they sound just really great and so it feels it feels really creative to me it doesn't feel just like you know sitting there reading what somebody else did and focusing on you know just where the commas go and that sort of thing and um but i even like that part you know because really uh, grammar and punctuation is there to help you explain what you want to your readers the best way you can. So even just helping an author with those little things can really make a difference in how well they reach their readers. So I just love it. I think it's great. Got it. Okay. So can you, and obviously I don't know if maybe you can't speak of the clients or it's, it's up to you, but um, can you like tell us a story of like editing somebody's book and like how, it completely transformed the re the reason I ask is because I, I another thing I tell people is like you have no idea what an editor can do for your book like <laughs> my first book I would have given like a two out of ten and then after the editor I'd give it like an eight or nine out of ten <laughs> like okay. it was like very dramatic so do you have any stories like that yeah I, I edited a memoir for an author recently and uh, it was you know very personal as memoirs tend to be and um i felt that there were a few places where she wasn't kind of digging into some personal things that i felt like were they were kind of coming up but she wasn't really addressing them and i brought them up to her in the first round of a developmental edit and when she, after she read the, my notes, she came back to me and she said that I had brought up these, you know, emotional things, things that she was doing in her life that she didn't even realize. She hadn't even realized that she was doing these things until I pointed them out. And then when she went back for the rewrite, she was able to dig so much deeper and, and really share more with, um, with her readers about how how her life had changed through these events and stuff and it was really it was really exciting to be able to help her turn this memoir into a really kind of moving thing because she was able to say hey look i had these things going on and look how i transformed my life you know and you can do the same thing it was it was really exciting gotcha okay and then so how, how did you get into this like what's uh like before you were editing what were you doing before that <laughs> I have done so many things. It took me a while to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. So um, I've done everything from, from dolphin training to sea turtle research to working for a chiropractor. Um, but I've always loved writing and I did. I worked for a while as a technical writer and editor and really enjoyed that. Um, but then life kind of happened and I stayed home for a while with my kids and then uh, went back to work at a job that was kind of a job, you know, not a career. And, after many years of doing that, I said, you know, I'm in my mid 40s, I kind of need to take control of this and, and get back to doing what I really love to do. And so I decided to quit my job and, and get into, uh, I was going to do writing and some editing, but I started off doing, uh, doing the editing and just loved it, like even more than I was expecting to, I really loved it. Um, so at that point, I 
uh, went and got a copy editing certification from, the, from UC San Diego and started taking some other courses in developmental editing um, and just started getting out there and finding clients. And, um, and so, yeah, it's been kind of a, it's been kind of a process for me to, to get here, but you know, I'm finally now doing something that I just really love doing. And it's, um, it's fun to be, to get up every day and go to work um, really loving what you do. So, especially yeah, when you I only have to walk down the hall to get there. Oh yeah. That was like, that was huge for me. Like, I don't even think, I, I don't know. I, I've kind of always worked from home. So I, I never really had the full like corporate um, yeah. kind of job. But before, when I was younger, obviously like I had like odd jobs and stuff here and there and there is nothing better than just, you know, t-shirt shorts, you know, bo in all honesty, boxers. Um, and, uh, you know, working from home, there's nothing better. This, no, this it's is great. It really is. I think that's how we're supposed to be working. And actually, if you look at how things are moving, I think that's the way things are going. Um, yeah. Because a lot of times, like right now, me and you are talking through uh, Zoom. Um, you know, you could have your whole team conferenced in and everybody could just be, you know, at, in, in the uh, luxury of their own home. So, right, exactly. Um, There's a lot of this gig economy now. But even people who work for for companies, there's a lot more people now telecommuting. And, um, yeah, it's it's a great way to work. Oh yeah. It's the best. Um, so when you're not, you know, editing, writing and stuff, what, what do you like to do when they, when, when you have like free time, if you want to call it that? Well, I'm sure you'll be surprised to hear that. I really love reading. <laughs> a lot of people say, how do you read all day for work and then read some more, but it's a very different thing when you're just reading for pleasure than it is when you're, uh, you know, reading for, for work. Um, but I also, I'm learning how to play the guitar. And um, so I, I do some songwriting and I like to do that. And uh, I'm in Florida where the weather's always nice. So I like to get out and go hiking and kayaking and head to the beach and hang out and avoid hurricanes. Oh yeah, gotta avoid those. I, I know. <laughs> um, well, very cool. This, this again, this is awesome for our audience just because I think a lot of times too, when authors like they need to get their book edited, it's like, you know, if it's their first time, they've never done it. So they like, they don't even know the differences of like the, the three different types of editing that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And and actually it, what's interesting is I actually, when I speak of them, I normally kind of group the first two together. So it's kind of like some of the lingo is, is different. So I, I don't yeah. know. I just think it's helpful um th this is really helpful for first-time authors so i appreciate you coming on the show um the last question is you know where can people connect with you and then like what's what's the website if people you know are in that uh, stage of the book and, and they need editing help yep my website is inkdeepediting.com and i have descriptions of all the different kinds of editing that i offer and um and the you know the general cost because that's always a big question people have how much is this going to cost um you can also find me at twitter at ink deep edit and i'm also have a business page at facebook for ink deep editing perfect thanks again uh, for coming on yeah thanks it was really great to be here <laughs>